I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. It's good. I know. to the Wise Men Say podcast um, and we're back to uh, probably do more of a react than a preview although we will be doing some previewing of the game against West Brom on Sunday uh, I'm Matthew and I'm with Richard again in the car, it's very warm in here Yeah it is, yeah and I've had to turn the fan speed down because it's it interferes with the, the ambience of the recording right. so deal with that You alright? Yeah so What's the season? Is it season dead again? Um, I mean, whatever I, I can do it right. Can I? <laughs> I mean, it's not really. You're not really the person to ask. No, no I can't. Look, there's <laughs> been a lot said about. Um, you know, it must have done really well for the website that article. It did well. I mean, in the world of uh, websites and SEO, a click's a click in it. So yeah. it's it's. They don't measure any metrics underneath the click, so yeah, it did well. But I mean, the opinion—the opinion was—it wasn't just you saying that at the time. And, like I agree <laughs> with you, and a lot of people agreed saying there's. An, well, I think was Opta said there's a three percent chance at yeah. that point of, of Sunderland getting into the playoffs. And I, only I could pick that angle and yeah. somehow get it wrong. I think we um. It's the thing is, it still isn't, is it? That's that's the annoying thing. I think we have fucked it, and I think mm-hmm. if I was to write an article, I'm just going to write the same article. I think, I think if I was to write an article again, I would take the angle of the season is over. Yeah. Um, speak, but I, I don't now. As we speak now, it's still alive. It uh, is. That's before before the Wednesday fixtures. Have yes, of course. Yes, um, uh, Coventry play someone, and uh, Preston will play, I believe. Yeah, I did a little. Uh, I know you, you and Tom last season did the the, the shrimper. They do it every oh, season. Oh yeah, do, they do. Uh, yeah, and they they kind of if you don't predict the team's results, they'll do it based on recent form, and then kind of add a bit of a a waiting for unpredictability. Um, right. I did it. In a, I did our last three fixtures didn't do anyone else's and had us finishing in sixth taking that last playoff place but then I did it with everyone's fixtures within you know within spitting distance so everyone down to uh, Norwich Watford whoever's sitting above uh, whoever's sitting above uh, Swansea Swansea are out I think it's Watford yeah so I, so I did that and we were we were um, I think we were finished we finished eighth right the spread from like the spread from 6th down to 12th was 2 points, I think. 
there's a lot of people missing out on goal difference basically so it but all these sides have to play each other that's the issue well that's the thing you try telling James Ray this season so <laughs> but so you've got to kind of hope for draws in those circumstances and what I said the other day is that everything's in our court in that we just need to win our win the games that we that we can win we last night was a game we should have won well we have to yeah we have to say that now we haven't won that's a serious dent I think that all but ends it for, for me personally because we've got to now go to West Brom who I, who are a good side and are in you know in the playoffs themselves right now and then we've got a they've got a game in hand as well West yeah, Brom yeah and the teams around us with two games in hand over us after last night so it, what, however it looks It'll obviously look a lot worse for us to, by by ten o'clock tonight, and it's. Well, it might. It might not. It might not. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, that's the the, the batshit craziness about this this league, which why that's why it's so good. And this happens quite a lot, you know. There's, you know, the, it's very rare that all four playoff positions are, are decided, like with, with four games to spare. So the the fact that, you know, there's still two. Definitely one place up for grabs from any team finishing any team that have like twelfth upwards. It's, it's pretty exciting. Well, I, I, I it's think, great to be part of the conversation. Well, it is. I, I think there's probably two. I think Millwall lost last night to Birmingham. So I think the thing is, this is all fun now this season. But if it's the same next season, you're going to be like, right, well, we haven't kicked on, etc. Yeah. But Right, that's for conversation for another day. Um, I think there's two Millwall losing last night. I think they've still got to play Blackburn. Blackburn are the ones, although they've got two games in hand. Uh, they they're running. They've got I think Luton. They've still got to play Burnley. I still think they might have to play Sheffield United. They've definitely got the toughest running. Um, that said, we certainly do not have an easy one now Um, last night was the most winnable game on paper of the four we had remaining and we just didn't really do enough did we no no it was it was a frustrating night because I haven't looked at the possession we probably dominated it it was probably in the 70s possession wise Um, for all for all of Huddersfield's industry going forward and their ability to to break through um, more on that later we had so much of the ball in the final third and we just couldn't find that quality and I think that that, that's, that was just the story of the night is there wasn't that magic bit of quality that, that you get from Ahmad that you get from from Jack Clark that you get from Patrick Roberts on the night and it just just fell short nothing kind of came off for all of the flair, all of the creative players we've got, like you often, it's very rarely Clark Roberts and Ahmad will have a brilliant game all at the same time. But last night, none of nothing worked for any of them really, and I think it was reminiscent of the the early strikerless days and them two back to back nil nil draws against Preston and Blackpool, where it was if we've got a centre forward on the pitch here, it's probably a different game. It just wasn't. <laughs> That said, uh, it just didn't work. And aside from, I know Ahmad had a chance. Aside from Galhart's 
brilliant goal to be fair um, well have you seen it though um, I missed the replays as well right well it, it's, it came from a, a this is roles reversed this. I know Great. I saw it as well. It no, great. I got back to my seat and I saw you were sitting there. It was great. Yeah. I oh, seen that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Patterson played a, a horrendous ball out. He gave it straight to Huddersfield, but then they lost possession. I think Pritchard picked it up, gave it to Neil. I've got the players definitely wrong, but someone fed it into um, to Chris's Joe Gellart, and he was. His first touch was brilliant. Took it on the outside of his left foot, two, three touches, and pinged it in the bottom corner. It was great. He almost sent the keeper the wrong way, even though it was from you know, 25, 20, 25 yards. Um, it was a. What is that noise? I don't know. It's one of your wheels loose. On the car, not on your chair. Like. <laughs> Wait. Um, and yeah, it was a great finish. And that aside, though, like. Ahmad missed a good chance put it over the bar <laughs> second half lacked the Ahmad he miscontrolled one towards the end of yeah. the second half and it just that was when things were just starting to get away really and we could have on another day lost it in the end I thought that there's a chance here that we're going to lose it and they, it was definitely an, a we ran out of ideas kind of situation you know Gel, Gelhardt as good as he Good as he played, I think we got an hour out of him. Maybe a little bit more. I probably would have left him on. Yeah. Well, no, I think he. I don't think he. I don't think he played any more than an hour. I think he was. He looked. To be honest, I thought he looked knackered before before he came off. It was there was a a ball sent down the channel. I think it was by O'Neill and and um, he, he lost a foot race to the to their quite ungainly defender. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's a, that's a bit of a. <laughs> a bit of a red flag. Yeah, he's I think usually quite quick off out of the blocks. You're, um, I think you're right there. To be fair, however, um, he offered a lot more than Lehadji. He did. He did. That was. I was quite. That was quite a bit. A bit of a concern for me if if he's supposed to be the player that will replace Ahmad when Ahmad goes back to Man. Oh United. no, that's not good. Uh, I don't know. It's a very very small. A very small window into kind of what he can do, and he was in a central, in that central role. He was crowded out quite a lot, but he just seemed to perennially have the ball caught under his feet. Yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't very flight. Yeah, very like darting about and not really doing anything. Um, but hey, wasn't he? Probably his longest appearance as well. So yeah, we're gonna. Right. Seventy odd minutes when the well, seventy one minutes when the when the those final what turned out to be the final well not the final changes but those changes were made. It was. I thought well we've still got twenty minutes to. Yeah, I was excited to, to see him, and I'm, I'm not gonna, you know I'm not going to write him off, but it, I was disappointed with what he produced. Mm. I think it was we got more more desperate. I'm, I was I'm probably glad there was no. Reaction pod last night because I probably would have like said stuff about the referee, and it's it's not the referee's fault. He made some pretty poor decisions. I thought the pivotal one for me was the the decision to book Jack, uh, not Jack, uh, Dan Neil for the. Well, that was Luke O'Neill's fault. Yeah. It was a terrible header. But that said, it still wasn't a. No, I didn't think it was a yellow card either. I, I, I mean, if the defender's not, 
if if the the other midfielder involved wasn't telegraphing that slide and tackle which went in a good ten minutes before, mm-hmm. like it was, a, yeah. it, it went down in instalments. It wasn't like a, it was a scoop tackle. It was it wasn't a, it wasn't particularly quick. wasn't particularly dangerous. He didn't dive into it. Was this a foul? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's a foul. Well, I thought it was a foul, but I, what knocked me about it was like five minutes later down the other end, they made a tackle that was worse. He blocked him off. He just didn't book him. Uh, that's yeah. what like referees. I can't be asked to talk about them again. Well, uh, that's that's the thing. I mean, I think I, I probably at the time thought that. Pritchard should have won a penalty as well, but it looked like I don't think that was a foul. F- well, I haven't seen it again to be fair, but at the time I just thought you, you closer to that than me, though. To be fair, yeah, I was. Uh, well, I kind of see someone going down in the box, and I will. You, you are like very much like me, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, you know. I, I, Dad I just appeals for anything yeah, because yeah, probably. But the ref, the referee gave a, a couple of like crappy calls towards the end. But to be honest. We had the opportunities, and if you know, if if Ahmad scores in the first half, if even if like Pritchard didn't didn't square it when he had a, a decent angle, mm. and the, the opportunities like uh, Clark got in like, in the second half, worked his way into the area and just held on to it a little bit too long. Um, we we, you know, those chances are finished, and we're not talking about the referee. And I think if I think you go in two nil up, and I think that game's. Done and dusted. Yeah. I, I, I don't see. They as soon as they got back level, it was like, oh well, now you're going to see Neil Warnock because they, they were going down with head injuries that weren't head injuries, and there were lots of time wasting. But like, it's it's impossible to get annoyed by that now because you know that that's, that's what he does and that's the game. And <laughs> compare them to the team that we played against in November or whenever it was at the John Smith Stadium. <laughs> How inspiring. Still? It might not be now, but it was for ages. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the, it just shows what a good manager Neil Warnock is, really. If anyone needed proof of what a good uh, football league manager he is, it was lovely to see him one last time. He's not de- like he's not dead. No, no, he was quite funny. Well, he isn't. What Neil he Warnock is night. not dead. What he said last night was like, "Oh, I'd, uh, this is my last time here." Unless another club uh, gets desperate and uh, brings me out of retirement again, <laughs> he's, he's great. Isn't he? He's yeah. Well, I was I said on the I said on Twitter yesterday, and I've said it before. It's like he's a manager comfortably in his uncle phase of, oh. of management, and it's the it's the phase where where they don't care. No, they don't. They don't not care. They just he doesn't need to impress anyone. They don't have does to impress he? it. They're not desperate to kind of stamp their identity that you know they don't have an identity they just know that winning is an yeah. identity and winning you know for the with you know just finding a team that 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 can do a job and i think the younger managers are very bothered about mm-hmm. how how they look and how what they say to the media and take very everything very seriously and you oh. get these managers that have been Hundred times around the block, work with the worst owners, worked with you know absolute shysters of players, charlatans, uh, Tim Burgess, not, not <laughs> yeah, no, they just they've just worked, they've seen everything in the game, and nothing really surprises them. But yeah, they still know how to organise a football team and motivate a football team, and and work together as a unit. And Mowbray's definitely in that phase. Oh, he's been in that phase for four, and uh, Warnock's definitely in that phase. The likes of Allardyce. 
Roy Hodgson. And they don't just have to be old, they just have to have been around the block for a while. Mowbray, like, yeah. He's, uh, um, Mowbray's one of the younger of the of the, of the the Uncle Fays. Yeah, he is. It, uh, you can see the difference that, that Warnock had made to that Huddersfield team. They're just solid, like, they're well organised. Yeah. There's nothing flash about them, they're not particularly good. They don't have... They don't have a lot of talent in the squad. They're not, you know, they're, they're a unit. They're organised. They play together. They defend from the front. They're clever. Then they've got some nous. You know, it's it's it, it, you could have you could have put any Neil Warnock team strip on that team yeah. over the last five years, and you know you're going to struggle to beat them. Everyone's going to struggle to beat them. So yeah, they'll stay up, I think, and they look dead and buried. So well, I think they're, they're probably like. A couple of quality players away from being a half decent championship outfit, and and had they had a, you know, I know their 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 lad uh, was it Rodoni who was looked. Uh, did he score? Did he score? No, I wasn't. Um, but they had they had players that perhaps could have hurt hurt us, but they just didn't. They didn't have that that cutting edge. No, they didn't. The cost have changed the logo. Yeah, they have <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just a visual joke. Yeah, terrible. Work on an audio <laughs> but the um, like to to kind of wrap up the the Warnock piece, they were they were well organised, and I think they took full advantage of the fact that that Dan Neil was on a booking and yeah. also kind of on his own in on his own. Yeah, I I know uh, it was Chris Weatherspoon raised that this is the same. Um, this is essentially the same kind of front six. I played against Stoke, um, so Neil with with five in front of him, yeah. um, and in that game it was noticeable how, f- how far up the pitch Pritchard was, um, without really affecting it. I think certainly in the first half he was a lot further back and he seemed to be keeping uh, Neil company a little bit more, but we were, he was still exposed. Well, he's not a centre midfielder, like he's not. I think he's he's he's, he's, he's I've never been the particularly. You know, <clears throat> the quickest, but he lost the yard. Yeah. Certainly since he got injured, he just doesn't look quite the same, does he? No, but he was—he was certainly. He looked like he had the bit between his teeth last night. Didn't yeah, he? but he was desperate to score. As you, I think you said it last night. And the one time, <laughs> the one time, <laughs> the one time he was like, "Well, go on, then hit it." He didn't. It was like, oh, no. yeah. And like his insistence on being on every set piece is a bit. Of well, a... I had him. I had him nailed on to miss a penalty. Second yeah. I'll but take this. Well, can you not? If we won that penalty, it would have been. He would have taken that penalty. Yeah. He would have pulled rank, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, missed. Which would have been, to be fair, quite funny. But leaving Neil, leaving Neil in the middle, did leave him exposed. And as you say, it was it was obviously O'Neill's um, bad pass. That he was really poor. I thought O'Neill. Mm. He looked. Didn't have one of his one of his better games. Um, I'm looking for. <laughs> we'll onto this soon, but Danny Bart got injured last night. I'm looking forward to the Joe Anderson and Luke O'Nine central defence partnership at West Brom on Sunday. Yeah, it, it's like just bare bones FC, isn't it? <laughs> so like, who's after him? <laughs> Gary Bennett. Um, yeah, I think it is. The, I think it's the uh, Charlie Hurley possibly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taking a. A, a shock return, but uh, well, I mean, it would. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it'd be a, it would. It'd be a surprise. Like, don't think any boogies would have that down. You'd uh, insist on the captaincy as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to be number six. Well, no, it doesn't. You can't because. 
Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Yeah, it was just one. Of the, it was just a frustrating night. It was. It was like, a game like low on quality. Without we weren't like we weren't terrible. The thing that that probably accurately tells the story just, about the season. Yeah, that's, that's only seven home wins now, and we've, we've only got well at best we can win just over a third of our home games this season. Um, yeah. It's not great at that. I think possibly team selection was. Was a little bit off, but I don't want to criticise the manager because I like not, him and he's a nice man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, and I kind of see that's that's a, that that that's a, a a play straight out of the Neil Warnock playbook of playing a player against his old club. I remember we, ah, played, yeah. we played Sheff, Sheffield United um, in the in Division One or the Championship years ago under McCarthy, and Warnock put Paul Thirlwell in and made him captain for the night. <laughs> And I, I doubt that didn't work, but I don't, don't think anyone else was expecting it to. But yeah, but that kind you, of like, what's your plan here, yeah. <laughs> Neil? Oh, oh fucking hell, Neil! <laughs> but but that's the kind of you know like put, putting Pritchard Captain. in did kind of it did it, it seemed like the natural thing to do. But then, I wasn't surprised that he played. Yeah. I was surprised that he played in central midfield. Yeah, well, it's like who who would you take out? Otherwise, when there's a, when well, he brought Gellard back in, and I was a bit like, well, mm. and he scored, so you know, yeah, yeah. And like when when we when it went to one one, and we needed because they would they they could have added a second <clears throat> at any point in that that second half. There was no opportunity really to bring to bring you know to bring if 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 we're chasing the game, you can't really bring a defensive midfielder like Ekwer on. Nah, um, but had he started the game. In a four-two-three-one with 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 Neil next to him, I think that, that we would have been talking about a different result. I think it would have been the better choice, and I think it probably. Yeah, I think I agree. It would have been a, a better better choice. Um, right. Well, that's the game dissected. Yeah. Um, just not enough quality. Just not quite. Not quite there. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, well, we'll take a little break, shall we? Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll do a we'll do some previewing of um, the game at West Brom, which is thousands away. To be fair, um, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Gear up for the match with suitable casual clobber. From overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritisglada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Uh, you recovered yet? You nearly died there. I had a real, I had a frog. I had a frog in me throat. Um, well, Sunderland make the trip to the Midlands on Sunday lunchtime. Yet another 12pm Sunday lunchtime kickoff. The worst kickoff time um, ever. I think it's terrible. Um, and I'm annoyed because I quite like West Brom as an away game it's the best of the Midlands offerings in terms of away games um, but um, alas I'm not going um, and neither I presume is Danny Bart no he, he looked to be <clears throat> all capped in a bad way um, as he as he hobbled off I know he he took a knock previous I know you, oh, you seemed to overstretch for a for a, for a ball or for a tackle, and then he kind of manfully played on for a bit, but probably made that worse. Made uh, it worse, yeah, <laughs> yeah, aggravated. I'm it. just making things infinitely worse for myself, though. Broke both ankles, so we'll 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 get an update, I guess, on Thursday from from the manager. Is hamstring, calf, anything? It looked a bit calfy to me. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not physio. Well. Uh, by any stretch of hot baths do help uh, you know muscle injuries so maybe you could take one it would be a, it would be a big blow for us like just huge blow because we're talking about our our defender a defender that leads the line in, in many ways and like the amount of communication that he does with with everyone like it, it's, he, he's a captain on the pitch and may, may not you know, he may not be the... Is it, who is the captain? Corey Evans. No, he was the captain when he's not playing then. Danny Bart. All oh, right, so yeah, he's the captain. So yeah, <laughs> take him out of the team and we're losing it quite... We're losing a huge part of it. Uh, and he's obviously the tallest player in the pitch and... Yeah, it's not he's good. A, he's <laughs> a threat from set pieces. He's a threat defending set pieces and the threat in offensive set pieces. <laughs> and I'd say that yeah, him being injured is probably far from ideal. If yeah. I think... You know, if you had Ballard available, which we don't, if you had um, Bailey Wright available, which we don't for many reasons, yeah, he's broken as well. but he's not even, we sent him out on loan. Yeah. If you had, uh, oh, any other, who, who who else is a defender that we have? Um, Joe. Oh, Elise. Elise. If you had him in, available, which we don't, we have um, step forward Joe Anderson. Yes. Joe Anderson, who Tony Mowbray very recently said he's nowhere near. I think I think the words were he's nowhere near the first team. Well, yet here he is. Uh, well, he's going to have to be near the first team on Sunday because I think if if you are Joe Anderson and you are the only fit central defender at the yeah. football club and you don't get a game, 
on Sunday, you might as well. I would retire. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he I will was... play, surely. You'd think with, alongside on nine. No. I mean, if yeah. you're West Brom now, you're thinking, well, yeah, it's. That's I not a slight on either of them, but like, if yeah. someone said that you're fighting for the playoffs and you're going to go in with, you know, to the game that you have to win with or nine and Anderson at centre half, yeah, I'm like, oh, really, really? <laughs> the option is maybe, maybe bring uh, Try Hume into the, into a central role alongside um, Anderson, along alongside O'Neill. Oh, so then we're playing no centre halves. Well, this is great. Yeah, I talking, think that's what we should do. Actually, but you're talking about Anderson as if because he plays centre half, therefore he should start. I mean, well, I know, but like if he's not playing, I know he's not ready. But if he's not playing when we have no centre halves available, how not ready is he? Well, they're talking about putting sending him out on loan to like a League One club. Right. Well, it, I don't know. It's a gamble. I, I don't. I just know that. Well, either anything's a gamble, isn't it? You, at this point, we we could just pick players out of a hat to play centre half. The one thing I do know about Tony Mowbray. What is about Equa? Yeah, he. I think because Mowbray, Mowbray does like he, he kind of covets the centre half position and and kind what of. What about Mowbray? <laughs> there's more chance of Tony Mowbray <laughs> doing a job, but he, he, it's not that he doesn't trust younger players coming into these, but. He wants to protect them as much as possible. Yeah, no, and I get that, and I get the it's, Anderson thing. I just think if he goes up against Thomas Asante on on Sunday and, and gets absolutely roasted, yeah, which he could do, which fair. he could do, because he's played well <clears throat> three games in theory in his career, but he's probably played you know an accumulative twenty minutes of football. And when he's come on, he's not always come on in that centre half position. He's yeah, full back, and right. I think there's more chance of seeing like a patched up kind of defensive of either Hume in 09 or even Sergan in 09. Uh, Sergan is he back? Has he got concussion again? He's not dizzy know. again, is he? I think he, he he took the bash to his nose, but uh, the only thing I kept him out last night was his suspension. So you might see Sergan in 09 then, um, <clears throat> and Hume at left back, Gucci right back. I don't know. Whatever way around it may be, I don't. I don't. Um, midfield wise, Michu is probably not available, is he? Um, yeah, I don't know what what the injury was. I know it was an injury, but I wouldn't. You can't play Pritch. I mean, you'll get hammered if you play Pritchard and Neil in the middle on Sunday. Yeah, you have to play Equa. I think you look at look at what Equa did, um, uh, at Burnley, and know that he's a, a safe pair of feet. <laughs> to put there next to Neil, um, or you could go. We could go with with Neil, Equa, and and Bar as well. But Bar seem to be out completely out of favour at the moment. I haven't seen him. Yeah, but he, he played against Norwich and got the goal and played well, yeah. and then he's never been seen again. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's a bit of a concern, like a bit of a concern that we are kind of down to the bare bones. But the players that are. That's supposedly being groomed to come into the first team going forward, just aren't getting the minutes. We, we are like you're talking about bare bones. Like we are like, you know, when you like cook a chicken and you're like, there's no meat left on it, and you're like looking at the, underneath the chicken to see, like when yeah. you just we are there now. There is no, yeah. there, there's nothing like Tommy Watson coming on last night but, straight from the 1973 Cup final squad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but underneath the chicken, you get what are they? The oysters. 
There's little things that like pop out. Oh, um, I know what you mean. I don't know what they're called. I think they're called the ice. They're the best bit. Oh, they're so, they're great. So from adversity, from a chicken down to its bare bones, you can might get a little gem. Yeah. That Joe Anderson. Joe Anderson step forward. No, no, I don't know. I honestly don't know what the answer is. But what you're losing. Basically, what you're losing in Danny Bart, you can't replace. Well, no, like uh, there's nobody on there. There's nobody that can even step up because what he brings is experience and nous and communication. And we just don't have that. I mean, he is the he was the last remaining. <laughs> like, yeah, we still talk talk about Luke O'Neill as if he's like a young player. He's 28. I know. Doesn't play like it though. No, that that is. That's not again. It's not a dig at him. He just doesn't dig. play like an experienced player. He doesn't. It, <laughs> if he, well, he might well be captain on Sunday. Mm. A lot of the time, he's the one that's being shouted at. Yeah. Um, by Danny Bart, and on Sunday, someone else is going to have to do the shouting. Uh, that's like we just pray that whatever whatever Danny Bart limped up off with on on Tuesday night isn't serious. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I haven't really seen stood. I, from his shoe. Yeah. I haven't seen him be ruled out, but it didn't look like, yeah. Hurts that, like. Does it? Knacks, actually. Maybe he stood on a plug. Or a bit of Lego on the pitch, A bath plug. <laughs> Maybe like. Oh, you mean it, right? Nine left some Lego out or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bust. Does hurt that, like. Um, but uh, that aside, uh, will we win? Uh. I th- well, we need to. We need snookers now. We need. We need to kind of channel the the spirit of we need, our great We don't escapes. just need snooters, we need just stop oil. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, it's ten, what, ten years on from when we beat Chelsea with uh, yeah. Wickham and... Was it ten years? Yeah, someone said it was today, ten years since yeah. then. So we've got I think to, it was Chris again that said that, and he didn't know he had done that on his calculator. So We've got to kind of channel that... Um, channel that... that that spirit we didn't have a prayer then yeah and we're looking for big results now against teams that are, that are also expecting to get big results as well so but you've got three really tough games coming up like that's that's <coughs> what it is and we need to win two of them yeah like at the minimum so the fact that we're not at the moment playing any teams that are on the beach or dead rubbers there by any means it keeps things exciting it also keeps things to a certain degree unpredictable so so with that in mind knowing that it's not going to mean anything I'll take us for, to get a 2-1 two, two, win uh, I've, I've already lost the prediction league with Tom so his uh, prize uh, it will be in the post uh, I think I, I I think we'll draw 2-2 two, two. Do, do we have a oh we need to plug things yeah but I've lost the well we're rolling the, the competition on um, right was that that in the time scale involved was very close right so, okay so we're rolling the competition on so and what do you have to do all you have to do is quote tweet either the Monday pod or the podcast the tweet for this pod just quote tweet it with um, Shields Gazette and link to the Customs House link for our um, live show on the 27th of April right do that we got one question right from Keith Keith 
Camden. Yeah. Will I be re-releasing this season is over my article? Uh, I've already kind of covered that. Um, it, well, it's still there. It's on the website. It's not going anywhere. Um, I very much own that. Um, and it will be up there with oh, some of my best predictions if if we somehow do get in the playoffs. Um, I do believe I said the same last season. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I think like, we're not not blowing our own trumpet here but whenever we make terrible predictions we are the first to bring up those terrible predictions we, yeah. you, don't have to, you don't have to send us screenshots of terrible things that we've said with this you mate next to it because we've made, we make them and we own them and we come back I know it. that I've said the season was dead yeah. and I know that I got it wrong that's fine it's funny right um, come to our show Oh yeah, you should do that. There are not many tickets left. There genuinely aren't. We feel like we've been saying this for ages, but hey, the customs house is quite big, and there really aren't that many tickets left. A smattering, I would describe it as a smattering of tickets are available from the customs house website, um, from the customs house box office, or from their yeah, or their landline, which you can ring, which I've got the number for in my address book. So I, I, know, I know the number off by heart. Would you like to read the number? It's all one nine one four five four one two three four. Well, there you go. Are you that number again? Might have just given me, me, old, me old Nana's <laughs> number, actually. <laughs> that number again? 0191-454-1234. Right. Uh, ask Carl. Ask How will you know it's Carl? Um, it's only two works. Uh, he's got a title of I'm Carl on his chin. Um, <laughs> Don't ask for Carl. It's the same. <laughs> um, we're, yeah, we're going to be joined by... He said Dick Malone. Yeah, it's not Dick Malone. <laughs> it's not Dick Malone. It's um, Vic Allen. Same team. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got some... I, I'm going to be really good. This is money well spent to come and see me. Um, we will be back on Sunday. I don't know. I might be. It depends. It doesn't matter, really. Uh, I won't be. Richard won't be. Um, so, like, someone else can do it. Can't someone else do it? <laughs> Um, and um, anything else to say? Any hot takes? No hot takes for me this week. No. Richard's going on his holidays soon. What was my last? What was my last hot take? I don't know. I wasn't listening. About shoes. Something about biscuits or something. Oh yeah, maybe about perforations. I said he's on. Oh, he said they don't make good shoes anymore. Yeah, perforations aren't as good as they used to be. That's your. What's that mean? Well, I got a box of tea bags. I don't like tea, so I don't know what that means. I don't mind. I have, like, one, one cup of tea a day. And I got it out of the box. Obviously, the two together. They don't have a rail card. I was going to say that. Two together. You'd, I pulled them apart. Instantly, tea everywhere. Because <laughs> there's no, just no perforation in between them. So what do you expect to do at that point? I just don't drink tea. Have, it's horrible. Have, have coffee. Have both in and have a two-bagger? Two <laughs> don't so, know. I genuinely think tea's disgusting. Oh. I, I use a pair of scissors in the end, so that's that's my hot take. Literally well, hot, because well, yeah, well, it's like boiling in your uh, refillable water bottle. Yeah, um, yeah the, the Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday. I don't know what's happening with pod this pod next week because we're going to be on our way to the customs house on a th- on the Thursday. I don't yeah. know what I don't know what the crack is for this for that whatever. Um, I think we we either record it, we record it on the way, or we record it in the the, the green room or the pub, but which pub. we will go to before. Well, the actual pub, that one, yeah, yeah, we'll probably just record it in the pub then. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe, probably. 
Definitely, maybe. Whatever. Right. Um, thanks, as always, for listening. the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.